fight me though. We don't care where to punch you in the face. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode. Small C, Big Impact, episode 38? Yeah. Hopefully you guys enjoyed Shane's solo episode, since I know it's going to be running this week, right? Or mm, Thursday. Thursday. Today is Tuesday, but you guys will hear this. Monday. <laughs> Very confusing. <laughs> <clears throat> so... I thought a good top. Well, we were kind of talking about this, but I was thinking about it when I was driving today to the grocery store about scarcity mindset and like this um, identity that oftentimes like our parents or 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 like their parents or some type of like something in our life gets put on us like the scarcity mindset as far as like we were talking about this because I was like well it makes sense that like our grandparents would have had a scarcity mindset because they grew up in the depression where they were like had to um you know like save and reuse and all these different things but then that's passed down onto their kids but their kids never like lived in the depression but their kids are like I need to you know, like, save my plastic bags, and I need to, I can only shop at, like, Costco, or, like, I need to be very, um, conservative with my money, or be, like, not even conservative, like, essentially, like, almost cheap, but they don't need to be cheap, like, we don't need to be cheap, you know, like, you literally have to retrain your brain to be, like, not coming from a place of scarcity, but a place of abundance, and, yeah, I feel like it's, like, typically passed down like I'm just thinking about even things like as far as me like when I think about so my parents parents came from a time of the depression which then got their like habits and their views of the world and like what they should spend money on and saving money and different things like that then got passed on to their kids which are my parents my parents had those views growing up which were then passed on to their kids which is us and like even now like it's still hard for me to like be like okay like money like you know how I am always like should I do it? Should I do it? Like, and I never want to spend money on things. Like I would still, and this is something I, I need to like get over, but like, I would still rather go to like, I don't know, like somewhere and buy like four shirts that I could get for like fucking $30 or like $50 rather than buy like one shirt that's literally going to last me for $50 versus those (laughs) other four shirts are going to get tattered and fucking ruined. And I'm going to have to go buy four more shirts. But in my head, I'm like, no, I should only be spending $50. Like, I don't need to be spending $50 on one shirt. Like, that seems, like, crazy. Like, quality and quantity. Yeah. Yeah. I think or, like, that... you know, on food. Or just things that, like, maybe, not, like, their family... Could, because their family couldn't. Like, but they can, But we can now. Like, we can spend the money. We can take care of ourselves in a different way. We don't have to worry about these things that, like, our parents, grandparents had to, like, that our grandparents They're saying we as, like, a general society, yeah. not yeah. we as in you and I. Yeah, as a generation, yeah. I'm saying. A generation, yeah. Yeah. That's, I think this is, this is actually, so Holly didn't brief me on what the topic was going to be. So this is, <laughs> I, I actually do like this topic. I think we should not limit it to scarcity and fixed. Um so the the term would be like a lot of people say like growth mindset and fixed mindsets for and then like scarcity mindset and abundance mindset because the opposite of scarcity is abundance. Uh, I think we should broaden it and kind of like how habits are passed down. Yeah. Because it's not just like the scarcity habit. Like I think of poor people 
Like, being poor is hereditary. Not in the fact that it's in your genes, but it's the same as, like, what your parents' parents' parents have all lived a very specific way and then the next generation has just imitated. It's the same thing, and that's why it's very rare for people to break the cycle. Yeah. It's almost like it's taught to you, and because that's all you know and see and are told from a young age, that's, like, the identity that you then uh, develop or that you create for yourself. So, like, if somebody's like, we've always lived here, we've always done these type of jobs, like, you know, we've always lived in this neighborhood, in this town, we've always been, like, I don't know, see, we've always been a nurse, like, our family has always been nurses, and we've always done this, and that's all we're, that's all we're, like, that's the best we can do. We're always going to struggle to make rent. Like, those type of things. Like, you then as a kid are are told that this is what we always do. This is what my family's always done. I see my mom do it. I see my grandma do it. I I see my aunts do it. Whatever. And it's like, then that becomes your identity. You don't even realize that that's your identity until you're, until if you can, if somebody else or something else makes you realize like, Oh, this doesn't have to be my identity. Right, like and a massive disruptor. You have disruptor. to admit it to yourself mm-hmm. that, like, you've been holding yourself back. Yeah, that's such a good topic. We'll we'll start with the scarcity and abundance, since that's what you were trying to think of. Well, I was just thinking, like, when I was going to the grocery store, I was like laughing to myself because I was like, it's funny to think, like, um, you know, that people like it's like you have them so. What's important to you, right? Like, what's genuinely important to you? To us, like Shane and I, like, what's important to us is our health. Like, we take our health very seriously. Anybody who knows us probably knows that. We're psychos, like, about the food we eat, about, like, ingredients, the medication we take, like, everything. Like, we're very particular about our health. And I I would say that's, like, our core, most important thing that everything else then, like, revolves around. Health? Yeah. I like you. I think for you, that's true. What is for you? Performance. Okay. Being healthy is very important <laughs> yeah. for performance for me, but I will risk my health a lot of times for higher performance at the, for, like, a short period of time. You're saying, like, for your caffeine fix Yeah, like, if I'm, like, like <laughs> I just think of any time in the last, you know, few years, any time that there was an immense amount of projects or work that needed to be done, I will sacrifice sleep and... Like, nutrition. And nutrition yeah. to get it done yeah. and then... And then balance it out later. Yeah. But for me, it's more performance. However, living as healthy as possible is the best for performance, obviously. Yeah. So, like, I was going to the grocery store and I was thinking, like, it's so funny how people, like, I know people with money, like, people who have money, who, like, who know, who have the understanding of health and, like, know what's what's healthy but then like because they have like this scarcity mindset or like maybe because it's like not the most important thing to them or something like they'll continue to choose brands and food that like are not the top quality knowing even though they know because it's like, 20 cents cheaper yeah because it's cheaper it's a dollar cheaper it's a store brand it's for whatever reason even though like if they looked at the back of like it they know that xyz is like that you know it's like they have the understanding but, like, for some reason, like, their brain can't get behind, like, I should spend these 20 extra dollars so that down the road, you know, obviously this is over a period of time. You're going to spend more money if you're getting quality things. That's just what it is. Like, but at the end of the day, like, in the long run, you're going to be spending less money on shit that you're fucking trying to take care of for not being healthy. You know? Like, say you go to the doctors or say you fucking, yeah, I don't know, like, like, other things, you know, like, other things. Yeah, like, other things yeah. that you're, like, 
if you have the understanding that health is important to you and you know what you need to do, then, like, why don't you spend the extra $20 Mm -hmm. to get the organic food? Why don't you spend the extra $20 to get the non-preservative, non-artificially flavored jam or whatever? You know, like, spend the extra money to get the things that you know are good for you because you know once you take care of your insides, your fucking outsides are going to be better. And yeah, like I, don't, I don't really think there's a point to living if you have no quality. And then if, you conti- if you're a person who lives that way, in 40, 50 years, you'll be like 70 years old and a freaking cripple. Yeah, like, like I just think about like people, like a point? lot of people who are like balanced and like, they're, or they're like, oh, I just wanted those. Like, I, hate the, I hate that word. Or like, I, I just, legit hate the word balance. Balance needs to be thrown out the window. Which like, yes. No, like this is the thing. Like, yes, it is balanced. But to what extent? Because if you understand that, like, what's healthy for you, but then you consider, and I'm doing quotations, balance to be you fucking going and getting, like, a Domino's pizza or you going and, like, getting a Chick-fil-A sandwich or whatever the fuck it is, then, like, that's not really balance because you can conceptualize (laughs) that that's not great. Like, it's, like, balance would be you fucking eat chocolate, you eat, like, some coconut chocolate ice cream that you made because you, like, want sweets at night or whatever. Like, it's a healthy balance. Like, you wouldn't eat fucking chocolate ice cream every night, but you choose, like, hey, tonight, I'm going to treat myself. This is still a, this is still going to fucking be good for my insides. And, like, that's how you treat yourself. Not like, I eat healthy, and then me considering balance is literally getting a Domino's pizza. (laughs) Like, that's just not healthy. Like, you know, like, that's not balance. That's you literally, like, you're going six steps forward, and you're taking five steps back every time you do that. To your body, to your insides. Yeah, I agree. I meant like I don't like the term. First of all, I don't like. I was the, thinking I don't like too, the trendy. I was just about yeah, I don't like the trendy term balance. But yeah, those those people are just like eating eating ninety percent good and ten percent bad is not balanced. Cancels out your. It cancels out the entire thing. <laughs> like you guys, it's uh, it's so terrible. It makes me so frustrated. But that's with like everything. Like you're right, not just food. But I was just speaking about food. That's why I'm talking Sorry. about that. Sorry, I, I got triggered because actually recently I was going to do a post about balance. Oh. And that was like on my mind, and I like specifically I got, about like lifestyle balance or was yeah, how like, people yeah. quote unquote need balance. And I'm like, one of the ha- like the happiest times that I've been is when I have zero quote unquote balance. When I'm full throttle one project or one mission and nothing else freaking matters, I'm legit so fulfilled. And I would say I become unfulfilled when I start being like, I'm like, oh, I'm going to incorporate a Saturday where I can do nothing. You are bored doing nothing, guys. Like, you feel like, whether you know it or not, when you consume anything, this is food, content. People. People, yeah, (laughs) yeah. People, scenarios. um, Like, you're just like... You go out for the first time in a long time. When you when you consume things that are not good for you, you genuinely start to resent and hate yourself. And usually that leads to more bad behavior because when you don't love yourself, you do bad things. Mm-hmm. And the reverse is, you know, where you should be going and true. Anyway, this is not part of this topic, but <laughs> I was like, boom, we can do another podcast about that. But, yeah, that... I was, like, driving there, and I was thinking that. I don't know what was making me think about, like, food, but I was going to the grocery store, and I'm like, oh, it's fun. Because we started going to Wegmans, like, recently when, like, a lot, when a lot of the COVID stuff happened. Um, and, like, it's definitely – I love Wegmans, but, like, there's a lot better, like, uh, better packaged 
foods that I could get that are much cleaner at another store we used to go to. And sometimes I'm like in, I'm in Wegmans and I'm like looking at their stuff and I'm like, well, this is like, okay. Like, I'm like, this is okay. Like I'm here. Like I'll grab this because this is the cleanest that they have here. But I'm like thinking to myself, like, why are you comfortable? Like you understand that, that like, even though this is the cleanest, this is not clean. (laughs) So why are you, you come, like you come to Wegmans thinking, oh sweet. I'm getting a, a clean, almost clean version for $2 less, <laughs> but it's not actually what you want because it still has like the shit in it that you understand, like for me personally, like that I understand, like I shouldn't be putting in my body. Yeah. So it was just like a weird thing. And then I was like, it's funny because that, that like rolls over into like multiple areas of, of life as far as like, well, specifically like scarcity and abundance, whether that's like how you spend your money or... You know, maybe your parents had to save a lot because they didn't have money, but then you have money growing up, so you don't have to, like, uh, save all... Like, you can spend money on things that your parents couldn't spend money on, whether that's, like, our our generation or our parents' generation, you know, whatever it is, things like that. Yeah, I was just thinking... Um, but you were talking about, like, other... like. Um, well, there's other things other than, like... Like, that's, I think that's, like, scarcity and abundance. I think it probably all, I think a lot of it boils down to that. But I was just thinking about how habits are passed down to people. Like, what you were just saying about, um, like, oh, I'm a nurse, so my kids should be a nurse. Like, basically every parent's like, you can only do as good as I did and maybe, maybe slightly better. Maybe I'll say you should, you should get slightly better, but I'll never push you to become slightly better. Or, like. It's like, that happens with a lot of. Sorry to go back to jobs, but for some reason, weirdly, nurses are one of those things. Police officers, Police officers yeah. firefighters. Yeah. Um, there's like certain career moves, teachers mm-hmm. that like, and I don't know what it is about I'm the career, or is. maybe the people who go into the career. I'll, I'll tell you what some of those what some of those things are. Those people in these careers value what they're doing over their quote-unquote paycheck, but they actually hate that they get paid so little. And that's why they overcompensate and being like, oh, we're servants, we do good. Like the parents try to tell the, the parents, kids. Yeah, the kids, yeah, because they're resentful yeah. of it. But then, like, they don't want to feel like they're the only ones that got duped, so they need their kids <laughs> to go into it, too. I swear that's what it is. I absolutely swear. And then, and a lot of these people should all get paid more. However, that's not the, all of like, them, yeah. yeah, that's not the point. But like, so then they dupe their kids into the same stupid freaking cycle. But I'm like, I believe that is genuinely why. Because you think like they feel like they got tricked, or like they think they're only as good as what right, they're that, doing like, or something. I yeah, you know when like you get swind like not us, but like when typical people get swindled, they want to swindle somebody else just to be like, I'm like not her. the only yeah. dumb one. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't like... be the only one who got suckered. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I'm like, listen, bro, you fucking got suckered. <laughs> Own that shit. You don't get suckered again. Yeah. Like. But anyway, but yeah, that's what I genuinely think. But yeah, those are great examples. I think of like my mother. So I grew up stupid poor. And my mom's now, my mom became a nurse in her like late 20s. And but like when I was, when I got kicked out of my normal high school, I I went to an alternative high school where they had all these programs. And I had no, I like didn't really care about school. So they put me in like one Every, every, they gave me like four or five and they put me one every like two months and wanted me to pick one. And my mother was like, sign up for the CNA course. Like, so I did, I did like automotive, carpentry, some other dumb (laughs) shit. 
Um, painting, no, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, painting. I don't know, those things that, like, just whatever they had there. Uh, I should have did design, I didn't, because I didn't care like about, like, tech stuff. things yeah. at all. I was was too, that even a thing when you were a I was teenager? Like, yeah, okay. Andy did it. That's what Andy, Andy went to the same school for graphic design. Oh, for graphic design. But, you know, back then, it was, like, macho <laughs> era, and I was not that kind of man. It was, like, only computer geeks <laughs> yeah, did, tech, like, design. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, but, like, so I also did the CNA thing, and... My mother basically just like drove home that that's what I should do and that's what I'd be because that's what she was for yeah. before she was a nurse for such a long time being like, oh, you can make so much money because there's so much overtime, like basically equating working a shit ton of money. <laughs> I mean, working a shit ton of hours for minimal amounts of money. Um, and then like, and like kind of steered me to the same course and did the same thing with my brothers in a, not in the sense of that myself, but trying to like keep the medical field, like mm-hmm. Chase is, Chase is my middle-aged younger brother. Yeah. Middle brother. And his girlfriend is like a secretary who works at my mom's nursing home and all that. Didn't she do her CNA stuff too? Yeah, it was also CNA. Yeah, she got her CNA and then then worked there, but then like secretaries, you know, they do less grunt work, less physical grunt work and probably get paid a little bit more. But yeah, she might even be an MA for all I know. I don't know. I don't know much about them. Um, but same with Bryce. She's always like, oh, you could go like into a P, like occupational therapy assistant, like trying to like. Basically, keep, keep them in, in the, the same... Yeah, the field. Yeah, in the field, yeah. I just, I just think about those, and then I think about how my brothers are... They basically live, like, a very similar lifestyle as my mom. My mother was always, like, paycheck to paycheck to paycheck to paycheck because she had poor spending habits. Um, yeah, it's not necessarily that she didn't make good money because your right? mom actually makes decent money. Not when but, I was younger, but, like, as I aged well, once she got her actual like license to yeah. and, like when I came back from prison she had she was able to make more I don't know yeah. what happened while I was gone. And I think it's just like where she ended up. But she was like pulling in good money. When I was when I was still younger, she, well, yeah. she, if she was, was a not, CNA or if she was, no, she was an LPN, but like she worked for the hospital and didn't get like worked a lot of overtime but didn't get a lot of hourly wage. Mm-hmm. And then when I came out of prison, she was making way more and I was like I remember when I was in California running my last company, I was like, you make more money than I do. How <laughs> can it. you not pay your bills? Like, I just, I never understood. Um, and it's because she had poor money spending habits, that's all. Which are not passed down, but are thought to be passed down through, fam- like, you're saying, like, they're not genetic, but they kind of are because they're They're hereditary. Yeah, yeah, hereditary. There we yeah, go. they, like, like being po- poor mindset, scarcity mindset. Very... Yeah, they're all, they, they all have an identity of like they're not they all one almost all poor people hate people with money so what they're really saying is they hate money this is the i can say this because i grew up yeah, poor yeah, yeah like no, this is not this is not you like trying an to opinion yeah. this is legitimately why poor people stay poor because they all claim they want money <laughs> but they hate people who have money so they're what they're really saying is they don't want it and they're also told to not hang out with people like right like when who, the, no lie when I found out Holly came from a family with money, I like I told Holly I was like I would have never approached you because Holly looked like she was poor, <laughs> because because her scarcity mindset like she didn't indulge on expensive things. She had a shitty car. She wore shitty cut off shirts. She had the ugliest Nike <laughs> shoes ever. I legitimately Nike thought outfit. you were poor. Yeah, Nike. Yeah, exactly. You had like a handsome clothes. brother like I cut thing like. Yeah, but anyway, um, when I found out, like, I, I told her, I was like, I would have literally never approached you because she was a class. You were, like, four classes above me. I would have never done it. 
Because as a poor person, you are taught to stay in your circle. You're literally taught to hate people in the upper class. Which is, yeah. Which is relationship or what make or break everyone when it comes to to money, quote unquote money, and like building success. So, but anyway, but that's why poor people always stay poor. But real quick, back to that. So yeah, so if you, the only way you can really like, everything in life comes down to your network, right? Like it comes Mm -hmm. down to who you know. It doesn't matter how fucking smart you are, I'll not be a fucker. Wow. Drink more water. <laughs> um, it doesn't matter like how smart you are, where the fuck you've gone to school, or I guess school does matter because you'll make connections. But maybe not but, because if you never socialize in school, yes, like you could be yeah, a genius exactly, and true. get a full boat. And, and only socialize with other kids who are like... Oh. Similar to yeah, you. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, whatever. It comes down to fucking your network, the people you know, who you have relationships with. So if you're taught your whole life to to hate people outside of right. your class and you only socialize with people within your class, well, that's why you're going to stay in your class because those people don't know anybody to be able to help them get get above becoming a nurse, you exactly. know? like, Or if all they know are people who are nurses, police officer, like whatever their parents are and like their parent friend group is or whatever, they're never going to even know. Like, even I say this all the time, but like now that I'm older and I, I meet so many different people, but even when I was in college and I used to like, people and be like oh what's your major what are you doing i'd be like what the heck like that's a fit like there's so many things out there that you don't even realize like are like specific career- niches. yes yeah. like you're just like that's a like of course that's a career like somebody has to do that you're <laughs> right but like if you don't ever talk to other people or know other people or get outside of like your specific circle like you're never gonna know that there is more that you can do like oh shit i think this is interesting if you fucking like video games or something that's like Somehow you could probably fucking work that into some type of career. Someone has to design to the games. games. <laughs> who makes Xbox? Like, who makes the act? Who upgrades it from one to whatever the fuck they're on now? Seventeen hundred. <laughs> I know. Like, and who makes the actual games? Who codes all of that? That's what I'm saying. Like, who like, designs them? Yeah, like there's there's more to it. So it's like, okay, that's that's your interest. Well, guess what? There's a career for that. Like, there's something you could you could go and do that. But if you never. If, if you're always told to, like, stay in your lane or whatever, or if you're taught yourself, like I was talking about before, scarcity, and you're like, I couldn't do that because I'd have to spend the money to go to college, and I right. can't spend the money to go to college because then I wouldn't be able to work overtime because I'd be in school, so I'd only be making, you know, whatever. I'd only be making the $15 an hour. I wouldn't be making the $20 an hour working overtime or whatever it is. Like, yeah. And then you convince yourself that working in the short term is worth where you're going to be in the long term, mm-hmm. or you know. No, exactly. I know what you're saying. Yeah, like you're you're not tr- you're not willing to trade making less money now for a brighter future later, mm-hmm. and that's the big. And I think that is the truest difference between poor people and successful people. Like successful people, no matter what you're successful in. And I'm not. I'm gonna say poor as in not money related. I mean poor minded. Yeah. Because yeah, this yeah. is not always about money. Like no, it's rich not about people money. are poor. Like the example that you were saying earlier, the, the like, the person who is wealthy, but is poor minded about their health, is not successful. Yeah. Because in, in their in their in that area can, of their life. Six. Yes, correct. But I think I don't think I think success is all-encompassing i don't if you are or if you are making a hundred million dollars a year and a shitbag person to your family you are not successful if you're making a hundred million dollars a year and you are obese you are not successful i don't care if you're successful in business 
But you like, are yeah. you are not successful. Like in my opinion, how I see success is I see like I don't consider success only money. I consider it to be like what those Venn diagrams or whatever. But there's like yeah. multiple circles in of the success. Middle. Yeah, there's multiple circles. You can be successful in relationships. You can be successful in your health. You can be successful in your fitness. You can be successful in your business. Whatever it is. That's how you like, see it. I see it as you can be accomplished, 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 and when all of them fully meet in the middle, you're successful. You're actually successful. Yeah. I, I I think I actually define success as suck. Success. Jeez, is when you start sucking it. <laughs> if you suck it, you'll be successful. Just kidding. That's very inappropriate. <laughs> Don't do that. Just kidding. I mean, you could be successful. It's just not worth it, guys. Morals over money, episode <laughs> <Yeah>. 33. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, I think I actually define the term success as true fulfillment. And true fulfillment is knowing you are you are giving everything you can to all aspects of your life and like being satisfied with the end result. Yes. That is yes. what I actually view yes. success. So success, fulfillment, fulfillment is being satisfied with your effort. Yeah, I think I actually just saw is is Andy Frisella who just posted something about... Shout out Andy. Huh? And Emily. <laughs> yeah. Um, posted something about... Oh, well, well I can't remember... Sorry, I know, exa- I, I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was basically... Wait, what were you just saying? Sorry, I literally... Success? Totally, I literally that, my definition of success is, is fulfillment. <laughs> and my success in fulfillment is being satisfied with all of the effort that you've put in. Oh yeah, so being like that you essentially are not, if you're, I gotta go back and look. (laughs) That's right, guys. Go look at this page. You'll find it somewhere. It was on a story, but it was basically saying like, you're not really happy if you're like, what essentially what you're saying right now. Everything I'm saying? That's because I I I talked about this. I I knew in my head when (laughs) you were saying that, I was like, no, it wasn't that. I was like, in my head, I could see exactly what it was and then legitimately I just forgot. Sorry, in my last, in my my first ever solo podcast, I actually referenced the fact that the the person who introduced me to Andy said that him and I are so similar. When I first listened to Andy, I was like, oh, Andy's just a 10-year-old version, a 10-year more old, (laughs) whatever. 10 years older version of myself. Yeah. Uh, the only difference is I need More. 10 years. Yeah. Psych, More. I need it in five. Compressed time. Com- compounded. Compounded time, yeah. yeah. Anyway, back to our topic. So, about, about, so, I think this, so, all of it is, is, I think it's hereditary, and it's just passed down by habits. It actually kind of, like, goes right into our last podcast of your sphere of influence becomes mm-hmm. your identity, and you just mimic, 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 unless something comes and disrupts you. Like, I had the great gift. Well, I'll, I'll take that back. I have always been different than my family. I've never reacted the way they reacted. I've also had a lot of very strange and impactful things happen in my life that had that could definitely have changed that tra- trajectory and I can never know because I can't remember for past a certain point um but I was gonna say I had the great gift of going to prison and prison is what like I was always like different like no matter yeah. what I was always I knew I was gonna be successful I just had a different vision of success back then mm-hmm. but I knew I was way better than anything that I was already had yeah um and then prison separated myself from my sphere of influence, and I literally had no influence, and I was able to like truly uh, form my own identity, which was wonderful. 
So, but, but and that's sometimes what I think it is is that I think when people, I'm like specifically talking about things that are passed down like through your family yeah. because that's typically like what it is that we that we think is our, that's our that base. we think is our choice or we think is our identity or we think like oh I've just always done that or you think it's normal but like it's actually like holding you back from becoming like the best version of yourself mm-hmm. or successful in like whatever area in all areas of life um, is that. You're, I cannot speak tonight. It's okay. That's it. The podcast is yours. No, literally. No, you got to keep going. I legitimately keep on This is good. This is good. Uh, Holly (laughs) is having pregnancy brain. So last time when Holly was pregnant, uh, there was like six months where we, I don't, there was nothing. Holly had no brain. <laughs> what am I saying? That's right. I'll bring. I'll. I'll. I'll loop us back a little bit because what I wanted to say in the beginning of this is you were saying that basically your the a scarcity and abundance mindset, and you're talking about how even no matter no matter what you're good in, you lack something else for the most part, and it's and it's habitual. And I was gonna say what that really boils down to is a value system. Like, that is a value system that is hereditary. Oh, wait, sorry. I remember what I was going to say. Is that this is why it's important to get... Typically, what disrupts, like you're saying, is the big disruption, is is a point where you're forced to be removed from everything and everyone that you know. So whether that's, like... Shane's is, like, the most extreme fucking going prison being forced. Or you personally make the decision... To get away from everything and everyone you know. Which means moving away from your family and friends. Like moving away from where you grew up. Moving away from the things that you know. Because you're slowly going to realize what is your truth and your identity. And you're going to be able to slowly start pulling apart what what was told to you versus like what you actually believe in yourself, what you actually believe about yourself. Does that make sense? So these things that you always thought were normal. Right. No, yeah. Now you're away from your family because it was normal in your family. You, it's always been there, right? You, you remove yourself from it and you stop doing it or whatever, or maybe you move in with a roommate or you move in with somebody else or whatever it is. And you realize other people don't do that or other people don't speak this way or other people don't have these limiting beliefs or other people don't view, you know, class relationships this way or whatever it is. And then you're like, hey, that's like, okay. I actually, you're right. Like, I I believe that it's okay to do X, Y, Z. Or now I see that I probably shouldn't be leaving my shit. No, just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> it's like dumb shit. Like, so Holly, like, this, is, this is like a real thing that happened when Holly and I moved in together. So I think there was a lot of things that were normal to Holly that she realized they're like, oh, this actually makes legitimately no sense. And the same thing, like when I went to prison, I had I had the very similar feelings, but when I was when I was building my new life in California, I came to the point where I was like, I like everything that my family has always done is completely irrational and makes no logical sense. Like that doesn't progress any of anyone forward. Or it's just like for me personally, that's not who I am, or the beliefs that I have, or the things that like. I want to do or what I believe is going to get me to the place that I want to be. Right. So why am I holding on to these or why do I continue to do these things or have these beliefs if it's actually not who I am? It's who my, you know, who your parents are. And right. maybe your parents are only that way because that's who their parents were, but they could never break out outside of it because maybe they didn't like, you know, like your family, for example, like your mom lived down the street from your grandma. Right. So yeah. she never They've got never away broke from out her. Yeah, she's never... never 
every time that like every time that she needed assistance, she goes to this person. This person has has the only, has the same solutions my mother has, and like they just reinforce it's. This is remember last episode, and you were like, "What is that called when you're looking for something for the answer, and it's the, like, but you're looking for it to prove your answer, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Confirmation bias. Yeah, that's what it's called, and they they kind of do the same thing. And um, this is why relationships are so important, is because when you when you, and this is why people love and hate me because <laughs> they will approach me with a, a quote unquote problem, and I'll give them a solution that's completely out of the sphere of anyone's normal thinking. Because I'm pretty good like that. Or outside of the sphere of their, their thinking. what they would what they would typically get as advice or something right. like that. Right. Yeah. And people usually hate it because it's the actual truth. Um, and then, but anyway, I was just going on a tangent real quick. But yeah, so that's like I genuinely believe this, and I feel like Shane and I both believe it, and I say it all the time. But I'm like the mo- the best thing you could do for yourself, and like I'm gonna be so sad multiple does one day, but I'm gonna Move be for so two happy. Years. Yeah. I'm going to be so happy for her at the same time because I know that that's when she's, like, going to have her most growth ever possible. It's, like, whether it's, like, when you go to college or whatever, but, like, you need to move away from your comfort zone. You need to move away from your family. You need to move away from your friends. You need to move away from, like, what – like Shane's saying, like, you always rely, oh, no, I need – like, I need somebody to take care of my dog. Oh, I know fucking Sally down the street is always going to be able to take care of him or whatever. No, you need to literally go somewhere and now be like, fuck – now I need to actually create these relationships so that I can find somebody, which is mutually beneficial. Maybe they have a dog too, and you're like, hey, can you watch my dog next time you go out of town? I'll watch your dog. Right. Whatever it is. Like, or, or, or like, doctor's appointments. Like, you fucking right. get, you have a to- your fucking tooth rots out or some shit, and you're like, I've always gone to de- my dentist, who my mom goes to, or whatever, like, who you've been going to since you were a kid. Well, now you have to go do your own research to find a dentist who's going to be able to fill your tooth, or whatever. Like, these are just things that, like, as kids, we don't even realize that we then fall into exactly what our parents have set up and made our life really easy for. But, like, they're dumb things, but they make a big difference as you grow because, like, once you're doing them for yourself, the satisfaction of that and, like, knowing that you can do those things on your own or also being able to to differentiate, like, okay, that's great. That's my family. That's what my family believed in. This is what my family does. Well, that's not that's not actually who I am. I still love and respect my family, but these are the things that are now important to me. Right. Everyone has everyone has a right to live however they want to live, yeah. as long as they're not imposing it on anyone else. Yeah. Like, and I'm perfectly okay with that. Like my like for my instance, if my mom wants to be poor for her entire life, I don't care as long as you don't put your poorness on me. And. However, I will I will put that as I am a hardcore I have hard nose of like you're not allowed to complain or bring negative anything into my life unless you want a genuine solution that you will apply. So however, you should have boundaries for these things. Like no one's allowed to call me and complain unless they want a solution. So if they oh, yeah. are like, poor and complainers, like and that's what they want to do, it's cool, but you gotta you have to set up a boundary and be like, hey, no. Yeah, like, say you start to get healthier or whatever. Say you move away, you find, like, maybe your family is obese or something like that, and you move away and you realize, like, oh, these eating habits are really unhealthy, they're not good for me, I'm realizing now that I eat, now that I've, like, found, like done my own research or maybe fucking have a friend or whatever it is, like, now you're eating healthy, you go back with your family and they're trying to get you to eat a certain way, it's like, it's fine that you guys want to eat, like, fried chicken and fucking fast food or whatever, but, like, I'm not going to eat like that. And then you kind of hope... 
but don't fucking put it like too stressful but you hope that like by you living by an example of living a certain way that they will then become interested like oh you seem like you don't get sick as often you seem like you're in less pain you seem like your mood is much you seem like you're happier you seem like you have better relationships now like and then maybe that's you're not like, usually what happens though. I know. I'm saying like you can hope, but you don't can put hope. the pressure. Don't put the pressure on you, it. Because that a lot can of be a people, driving factor of why you do it. You're like wanting to be the example and yeah. lead by example. However, I will bluntly state that most people will just become bitter and resentful that you're improving your life, and they'll try to drag you back down. But yeah, but you need to be okay with accepting the fact that they can be like that, but you don't have to be like Correct. that still. Like, yeah. you can go home. Like, say it's your family or whatever, and your family is like oh. that and acts like that. You can go home and be happy with your family, and your family can get fast food, and you can make a, you can make a meal at home or something like that. Like, you can still hang out with them and love them and, like, love them as your family. You don't have to be pulled down by their habits. That's a, tough, their, that's a tough one because... In my person... Like, that's how I know. I, I know that's how like, you see it. Like, I'm like, I can... I think it depends if it conflicts with your morals. Yeah. Like, because... So, yeah, of course, if it's, like, tearing you apart inside... Correct. Then don't go. Don't or engage. Like, or if you, like, how I'm, like, I'm 100% anti-alcohol, and I do not like to be around anyone who is drunk. Like, yeah. that is a hardcore belief in me, and I would say that as a solidified moral. So, if I was if I went home every Christmas... Yeah. And they were drunk every time I came. I would stop. I would have no problem never seeing my family ever again. I'd be like, if you if you can only be around me when you're drunk, then don't yeah. be around me. Yeah. So I'm like, because it's so like, it depends what your morals yeah. are. But however, if it's like if it's something like, oh, you always go to their house and their house is always messy. Yeah. And you're like, but well, to fix that, you say you come see me. But <laughs> <laughs> but if you're go- but if you've moved away and you've come back right. for, you know, a weekend or yeah. whatever, like and holidays. If, and if you're not ready to, like, to blend that back together, then don't go. And it's okay, too. Yeah, yeah. You know, love for Definitely. them from a yeah, distance. Yeah, yeah. However, I was going to I was gonna try to, like, circle this back up. Because um, what I was saying is, what talking about all this, it really just seems like it's a value system. Like, people have a scarcity mindset in a different field because of what they value. They value money. They value mm-hmm. whatever uh, vacations. They value fast food. They they value being lazy. Yeah. Like I'm trying to think of like all these things. I'm trying to think of like so many different scenarios. Like like I think it's funny because Shane and I are like totally different, and this is how you know that we grew up different ways. But like for him, and I think that you've like worked really hard on like getting around this. But for him, because he grew up poor, and because I think your family put stress on money, being like. Or whatever. Like, I feel like you, like, do love, like, you would rather have something more, like, material that you can, like, hold on to and see. Even if you never fucking use it. Like, a watch or something. You're just like, I want this. Like, whatever But not just to have it. Like, I wouldn't, I don't want, like. Like, for me, I'm like, I could literally live in a fucking shack, but I want to go on 20 vacations Right. It's our our value system. (laughs) But that comes from my family, because my family. I know. That's why I mentioned it. my dad is, like, uh, he would shop, he still shops at Costco like is very cheap with like his clothes or his his car is not like his car is just a regular car right you know all this stuff because he doesn't care about those things but he spends but he has always for as long as I can remember like as a kid like we've always taken like a couple trips a year and like typically one big trip a year like where we go somewhere like you know actually big not just like oh we're going to Cape Cod like we live in Massachusetts so not like you go to the beach like, no, we'd go, like, to Florida or, like, to Europe, like, something. Like, we would do – because to him, like, travel is important. And I'm, like, to me, that's important, too. But it's funny because 
it's important because it was passed down to me right. of like, yeah. this is exactly. a val- like, this is valuable. This is a valuable thing. Like it doesn't, you don't need to have the nicest, you don't need to have the nicest car, but what you do need to do is go on nice vacations. <laughs> like, or you need to go like see the world. Like, versus I feel like for you, I think because I you never traveled, your family never put like a emphasis on that. You're just like, cool, like vacations. Cool now, now like after it. traveling, I still don't enjoy it. Yeah. It's not my thing. Yeah. Um, However, you like I actually struggle a lot with my old identity and my new identity of like of that type of thing. Like I I I do I do like possessions, but I think of like when I was running my last company, I didn't care about having anything. Like mm-hmm. I literally was so dialed in. I bought shirts for three dollars. They were good quality <laughs> shirts, were though. Good. I found them the right way and became really smart. And I think and I think now I don't care about possessions that much. But I do like, like, I have a token car that I want because I really want this car. I don't want to just, like, it's not like I want to have three nice cars or I'm not trading my car in every two years because I have to be the person with a nice car. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. I think that would have been my old value system. Like, yeah. I always bought Jordans back in the day. I always bought yeah. Timberlands back in the day. I always wore, like, brand name clothing. Yeah. Like, those. Were, like, I was very much like that. Yeah. But I, stri- I think that identity was stripped away from me when I was in California. Yeah. And then, like, and then I've become, like, obsessive about, like, certain brands. But Would outside of that, I don't think I, huh? But you still do. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but, I'm like, outside of that, I think I don't really care about possessing items as much. Except for, like, my token things that mm-hmm. I'm, like, oh, but I just like, I really would yeah. love this. And then, when, and I get it. I'm going to have it forever. Yeah. It's not going to be. But anyway, so, the, I, I think it's, like, I think it really boils down to, like, a value system and your values, your mind is based around your value system. Your actions are based around your value system. But then I listened to, um, man, you, I was, I was trying to hold it and say it and then we keep like sorry, going sorry, off sorry, track sorry. and I don't know if I can, but I was basically, uh, I don't know if I can say it, never mind. Oh, no, I can't, can't like, I can't what remember it what it was uh, because like, I've like, I lost it and then it came back when you were, when you were just talking <laughs> I was trying to say it and then we, we freaking side, like, I'm like, sorry. let me wrap it up and close, but now I can't even do it. Sorry. Sorry. I was just. I was just thinking of, like, an example that I was thinking about, like, the traveling thing. And I was like, that's 100. I can, like, I can look at that now and be like, that's 100% passed down. Oh, every, almost everything is. Yeah. Like, but, like, a certain value that, like, I've held on to that, like, Because to you enjoy still, it, though. Like, yeah. you found your new, you like, you have your new identity and you, and this is what I mean by, like, that's what I was trying to reference when I was like, oh, I have traveled with you. We have gone on vacations, yeah. and I don't like it. Yeah. So I don't, like, I wouldn't adapt that identity. But, like, there's, and there's other things that I've, like, stripped away from myself, but there's still some things that I still like. Mm-hmm. For, and, like, the same with you. Like, oh, you value your health. Like, you you invest more. You don't treat, like, you you physically work out all the time. Like, that wasn't a common thing yeah. growing up for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All of your family works out now. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't, like, a, it wasn't a value system growing up for you. Yeah. Neither was health, yeah. I would say. Neither was health for me. Um, but, like, you still love vacations. Yeah. You know, or you still love holidays. I hate holidays. And <laughs> and no matter yeah. how many times <laughs> I go, and even with Opal being born and, and, and incorporating, like, a new factor of why I would love them, I still just don't value holidays. I think they're the dumbest shit ever, and all of America's duped. Like, it's just how I feel. But, yeah, and then that's, like, another thing because it's, like, Honestly, like, my family has always, like, hyped up Hardcore holidays. Hardcore like, love holidays. And so I'm, like, 
I have like great memories around holidays. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yes, holidays are the best. Like I love holidays. We got to make them special. Like, yeah. But yeah, it's just funny how I think I think it's important for everybody to be able to recognize though of like what's your identity and then or like you know. I figured it out. Okay, Sorry, no. I'm cutting no, off Holly. No, 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 no. This this I was gonna wrap it up with. I was gonna say we we recognize the scarcity mindsets. And then, and then we figure out they're a link to a, a value system. But then, like when I was just listening to you talking, and I 100% agree with this, and this is how I usually look at things for the most part, with a couple relapses here and there, is like all the change that we need to administer is forward thinking. Like you said, you know, will this will this get me to where I want to be? in the future. Is this getting me to where I want to go? That's what, when you were just saying that, I was like, oh, this is exactly what happens when people break out of their identities. Like, cause you were saying, oh, I don't have to be who I like. I don't have to be who my parents were or whatever and all that stuff. And I would say like, take your, take your influencers out of the equation. You don't have to be who you were when you were 20 because that was, you're a completely different person. You had a different circle. Mm-hmm. Now you're 20. I'm just going to say 25 because this is neither of us. I'm just using an example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you're 25 and you're like, oh, this is how I see life now. This is the trajectory I want to go. Where, what do I need to start doing now and in investing my time and effort in to be where I want to be in five to 10 more years? Mm-hmm. Like, where do I see myself as 30? What is going to be important to me at 30 right. that I can do right now that's like a value to me right now? That will get me to that place. What do I have to sacrifice right now that's going to get me to that place when I'm 30? Yeah, I used to really love the word sacrifice. I even have it tattooed in my arm. Now I just kind of look at it as like trading. You know, like, because I feel like people look at sacrifice and they're like, like I got to cut something off. I love the term sacrifice. I think it's great. Yeah. Um, I think you all should sacrifice 90% of your things, including (laughs) most of your friends and half your family. (laughs) Definitely all the food in your closet and probably your fridge. But, um... And television, for that matter. But now I try to look at it as trading. Like, what am what am I giving now to get something later? That's a better way to look yeah, at yeah. it. Because I feel like maybe you won't have such that, like, negative notion around the term sex. Oh, I got to give something up. <laughs> no, bro. If, if I said, hey, give me $10 right now. I'll give you $100 tomorrow. All of you would do it. Yeah. Like this. I'll give you $100 next week. Just, but even tomorrow, maybe, I don't think people would hold off $10 for, uh, I don't think people would take a 10x return. This is the problem with society. You wouldn't get a 10x return in seven days. Imagine if I gave you $1,000 in, in, in seven days, you got 10 grand, but most of the people wouldn't do it because their value system says that $1,000 yeah. right now is more important than $10,000 next yeah, week. Yeah. Like, you know what I could do with $1,000? I'm like, I actually have no idea. What are you going to do with $1,000? <laughs> Probably pay your mortgage. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I have no idea what you're going to do with it. But anyway, I just thought that was, I was like listening to all of it and I thought that was pretty interesting. So, you know. That's a good way to, that's a good way to wrap it up. And yeah, your mindset comes from your values and how you, and how you change your values is by looking at who you want to be in the future. Yep. We don't care. We're here to put you in the face.